All right, good morning, Grace Summit. Good morning. Ah, a little better next time. Good morning, Grace Summit. All right, we want to welcome everybody here on the Stockbridge campus, everyone watching online. Of course, this is our Christmas Eve service. It's already here, all right? Talk about it all year, plan for it all year, by golly, and it rolls up every year. So I welcome everyone here. Welcome everyone online. If you are visiting for the first time, make sure you complete a connection card for us so we can connect with you. So this is a wonderful season for us, the believer. If you cannot get into our faith at this time of year, hmm, time for some time for some deep reflection because our Savior is born. Our Savior is born. We spend billions of dollars celebrating the birth of our Savior, and rightly so. So enjoy it. It's a great time of year. It is the most wonderful time of the year, and. One of our gifts here for all of us uh, online and, and attending is we do have Molly 1.0 and not 2.0, all the way from Nashville in traffic, I'm sure. So Molly, I'm gonna turn it over to you. Everyone have a great Christmas Eve and a great Christmas day. Good morning, Grace Summit. How's everybody doing? Good, I'm so glad. I'm gonna ask everybody to stand. I'm gonna open us up in a word of prayer. And we're going to worship him this morning. Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for today. We thank you for all of your goodness. We thank you for your kindness, for your wisdom. <clears throat> Excuse me. We thank you for all that you've done in our lives. We thank you for what today is, for Christmas Eve, the eve of the birth of your son, Father God, here on this earth. We thank you for the eve of hope that came on this side of heaven. We thank you for the eve of miracles, for the eve of all that you promised being brought down in the form of a baby. And I mentioned it a few weeks ago, I thank you that you sent your son as a baby in a way that we could have never imagined. I thank you that when you show up and it's in, it is in a way that we could never imagine. I thank you that we put our faith in you and when we are faithful, you are faithful, God. I thank you that you never fail. I thank you that you're always good, that you're always kind. I thank you for all that you've done and all that you're gonna do. In Jesus' name, and all the saints said, amen, amen. Let's worship him this morning, amen. Mr. Michael, I'm gonna ask you to make it as loud as possible. Let's sing this out, joy to the world. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him room. In heaven and nature sing, in heaven and nature sing, in heaven. Let's sing this in Jesus' name. Joy, the joy, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Let's sing that. The joy, the joy, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Oh, He is my home. Let's sing that. The joy, the joy, the joy, the joy of the Lord is my 
his worthiness about his goodness in Jesus name 
transition as a congregation to sing this as a body we want to open up our altars always that if you have anything you need prayer for or partnership with or alignment with on the word we want to do that with you even if you're online if you could email us at prayer at gracedomatchurch.org so our prayer team and our elders can be praying over that with you even from afar but just because it's Christmas Eve doesn't mean we don't want to offer that and have the availability to see breakthrough and miracles and change and healing and redemption and grace and mercy and love flow over everyone in this room and everyone who's watching online. Amen? Let's do a better amen than that. Amen? Amen. Father God, before we sing this even further, before we worship you with our day and our hearts and our mind, I thank you for every person that may come forward. I thank you for every person that has a need that doesn't come forward. I thank you for all that you've done, for all that you're going to do and all that you're going to perform in this room and outside of these walls. Father God, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God. Let's sing that again, all the saints and angels. All the saints and angels bow before your throne. All the elders cast their crowns before the Lamb of God, you're worthy of it all, you're worthy of it all, for from you are all things, and to you are all things, you deserve the glory, let's sing that again. You're worthy of it all. You're worthy of it all. Yes, you are. For from you are all things, and to you are all things. You deserve the glory. You deserve the glory, Lord. In Jesus' name, let's sing that again, all the saints. All the saints and angels bow before your throne. You are so good, God. And all the Your crowns before the Lamb of God. You were. 
you are God we praise you today for from you are all things and to you are all things you deserve the glory glory you deserve the glory we thank you God you deserve the glory every breath we have every day we live oh you deserve the glory in Jesus name let's sing this one this morning day and night night and day let incense rise day and night night and day let incense rise day and night night and day let incense Praise him this morning in Jesus' name. How great would it be if revival broke out across the nation on Christmas Eve? I just think that'd be so cool. How great would it be if that families that were visiting in churches for the first time in years since before COVID, that revival broke out in their churches across the world. We thank you, God. 
in Jesus name Jesus name All the saints and angels bow before your throne All the elders cast their crowns before the Lamb of God in Jesus' name. I'm just going to ask everyone, before we transition to our next part of service, I'm going to ask everyone who's not standing to stand. And I'm going to ask everyone as they stand, if you could lift your hands just as an act of surrender. At the end of a long year, I don't know about y'all, I had a good year, but I had a long year. I can't imagine for people who don't feel like it's a good year. So let's raise our hands and sing this together in Jesus' name. It all. You're worthy of it all. For from you are all things, and to you are all things. You deserve the glory. Let's sing that one more time as a body. You are worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all. We thank you, God. For from you are all things, and to you are all things. You deserve the glory. Let's sing that just our voices this morning. You are worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all. And to you are all things. You deserve the glory. He's good, amen. Amen. Let's give him a round of praise this morning. In Jesus' name. We're going to keep worshiping Him with our tithes and offerings this morning. Can y'all welcome up Pastor Chris Hamby? So this morning, uh, as we prepare to receive our tithes and offerings, I want to encourage you to give as unto the Lord this morning as a Christmas offering to Christ Himself because it's his birthday that we're celebrating. But, you know, God had a magnificent plan before the foundation of the world because he, he had a plan that would redeem us because he knew we would fall. And, uh, you know, he, he started with Abraham and Jesus came through the lineage of Abraham. And then, of course, later on, there was King David. And Jesus came through the lineage of King David. And if you think about it, Abraham was both a prophet and a priest because Abraham foretold things and said things that God said to him, but also Abraham was willing to sacrifice his own son, Isaac. As it turned out, he didn't have to sacrifice his own son, Isaac, but the ram that was caught in the thicket. But Abraham was a prophet and a priest. David was a prophet 
as you remember the things that he wrote, many of the things that you read about in the Psalms and Proverbs that were prophetic, but also David was the mighty king of his time. So David was a prophet and a king. So Abraham was a prophet and a priest, but he was not a king. And David was a prophet and a king, but he was not a priest. But in the fullness of time, the prophet, priest, and king came. And his name was Jesus. And he wasn't just a prophet, priest, and king. He was the perfect prophet, priest, and king without any sin. The holy prophet, priest, and king. The only way that our sins could be taken away. The only one that could take away the sins of the world. So today, as we celebrate Christ and as we celebrate his birth, let's remember that he was the prophet, priest, and king, and still is. Who was and is and is to come. Who was and is and is to come. So this morning, I encourage you, let's give unto the Lord as unto him for his birthday. The same way that the Magi brought gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, let's give our best this morning. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you sent the Holy One, the prophet, priest, and king, the only one that could redeem us from the curse of sin and death. We praise you for that mighty act, and we thank you that the Holy Spirit came to open that up into our eyes into our heart to see and to know that and to understand that and we thank you jesus for coming to earth and being the ultimate sacrifice for all of us and for the entire world and we praise you this morning and we bring our offerings and our tithes and our gifts to you and we say happy birthday that we love you and we praise you for you are the king of kings and the Lord of Lords, and will be forevermore. And everybody said, amen. Please bring your tithes and offerings down if you would now. Thank you. Amen, amen, amen. Well, people bring their tithes and offerings down. And um, we always like to remind everyone, especially if you're new and visiting with us online, Miss Kim, could you put up the offering slide? I think it's there. We've had some issues with our technology this morning, but God is good. Um, if you're new to Grace Summit or you're watching online for the first time, you can give any number of these ways. I always feel bad for the people that don't come down and drop in their offerings. I auto draft mine once a month, so I'm never gonna come down and let everybody see that I'm giving. But virtual giving is a blessing. And so we wanna have that available on every platform imaginable. Can y'all give it up for Pastor Chris for making it possible for us to give money in every form fashion? And then also, if you are a first, second, or third time visitor, we have a QR code. That's not that one that we would love for you to scan for our visitors if it's there, Miss Kim. Again, there we go. Can you give it up for Miss Kim? God is good. If you are a first, second, or third time visitor, our pastors would love to meet you following service out in the lobby, and they have a gift for you. And now I'm going to open us up in a word of prayer, and we're going to listen to our senior pastor this morning, Chris Vaughn. Amen. Amen. Pastor, can you come up? I don't know why. I just feel compelled to pray before you preach. I led worship here for nine years and I ain't never done this once. I don't know why I feel compelled to now. But I'm home. Oh, you got a prop today. Okay. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for today. I thank you for the word that our pastor is about to bring. I thank you that you are in him and with him and that you speak through him. That no matter what he speaks, 
that the things that you want us to take home and depart with, that they attach to our heart, that they attach to our mind, and that we put them into action in the days ahead. I thank you for one of the last services in Grace Summit Church of 2023. I thank you for the new year ahead, and I thank you for all that Christmas is and everything our pastor is about to speak into our life. In Jesus' name, and all the saints said, amen. And everybody say amen. amen. Glory to God. Uh, give Molly a good hand clap. Good to have her in person. Amen. Huh? Amen. If you got your Bibles, turn to Luke chapter 2. Uh, I've got to watch my time. I, I said we were, you know, this is Christmas Eve, and I know people have family, and uh, who in here has got family you want to see? You know, some people have family they don't want to see, and... Uh, um, I always feel sorry for that. I get that too. I've been there too. Um, you know, you, you have to, you know, when that's the case, you have to find something to look forward to, if that makes sense. Um, you know, you're either going to look for something there to have some fun with and enjoy. I, I, I made a thing the other day on TikTok and I did it just for fun. And I was in a um, Sam's Club. And as I was walking through, I saw a Hickory Farms meat and cheese platter. I didn't mean any hate to anybody. My thought was, if you're going through and you buy Uncle Bob the meat and cheese platter, Uncle Bob's probably not really high on the priority list. You know, you're not really like thinking, what does Bob want this year? Oh, meat and cheese. You know, he's always a little constipated and he loves meat. So let's just, you know, I mean, you know, I mean what's the thought brought? Anyway, but I actually had someone this morning give me a Hirschfarm Farm smoked ham with natural juices, meat and cheese. And to the Moore family, we thank you. Amen. We, you know, that blessed me. That blessed me. So see, you reap what you sow. Can I have an amen? So if you have your Bibles, Luke chapter 2. Um, last couple of weeks, we've looked at covenant in Christmas. Uh, we've looked at um, what the angels did, walk, not walking in fear at Christmas. I want to look at one last thing. It came to pass. This is uh, verse 1, Luke chapter 2, verse 1. And it came to pass. In those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This, this census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea, into the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now, if you watched Wednesday night, I need, I'm sorry, don't follow me, don't follow me. I will hum. I am not contagious. I, uh, I had a great opportunity to play golf Friday with a dear friend, who beat me? Can I have an amen? We won't mention Mark Wagenknecht's name in public. And, uh, but I had to sleep. And so anyway, I got real cold that night. And uh, so my nose started running a little bit. Well, then last night, Friday night, I, I smoked a brisket and didn't go to bed till about four, going in and out and checking it. And let's all just give the Lord glory that it turned out beautifully. Can I have an amen? Okay, it did. And uh, but anyway, so sorry for that. Um, if you were watching Wednesday night online, uh, I love doing that teaching about what the Magi brought Jesus if you look at historical records and especially the Babylonian Empire when the Persian Magi would come and what that meant. Um, it, you know, our, our, our concept of it is three. 
because we've seen so many Hallmark cards and movies and little things. There's three wise men, there's three presents, and if you ever study it out, if a Magi would come and they would give gifts, it was way more than three. It was to the point, in fact, actually, if you read it, I always think it's amazing. Herod and all of Jerusalem were upset when the Magi came to the town. Why would, the, why would a whole town get upset because three men ride up on, on camels? I mean, what, what, would that, what about that would terrify or disturb all the residents of a town? And so there was, and the reason being was this Magi actually had their own security force historically. So there's some time that's passing in these passages from actually from when we, you know, of how we look at the Christmas story. Because it's the way we look at the Christmas story historically is Jesus and Mary are there at the little barn. There's the three sheep, the two cows. And then right after that, three wise men walk up. Uh, so there's actually a number of years in between that. Now it says here in verse eight, now there came, there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields. Now this happens here at about that same time. And the reason why that's important is because this proclamation that these angels are about to give actually is on what Jesus is, who he is, and what he will do for mankind. There was in the same country shepherds living out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord, and this will be a sign to you. You will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was this angel, a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. Now, last week we looked at how, how the first thing the angel said is what? Do not fear. Now, it is impossible to walk in fear and joy at the same time. And the first thing he, the angel said was don't fear, but then he says, I bring you good tidings of great joy. Now everybody say great joy. I love this, great joy. If you look up the word great, this is, going fun. This is funny, and this will probably tick somebody off. Um, it actually is the word mega, or maga, however you want to spell it, but it's M-E-G-A-S, megas. And it means so big that it goes out into the expanse that it takes up that it is quite possibly the expanse of time and space of the universe of how big it is. It means as big as it can possibly be. Now it is measurable, but it is, um, it's almost immeasurable because of the greatness of it. So we have great mega, and then the next word is joy, which is the word kara, which is where we get the word charisma from. That's the, it's the root of that. And that just means great, in fact, I wrote it down. It means cheerfulness, delight, a greatly be exceeding great joyfulness, but I love this. It is the joy received from you, the cause or occasion of a joyful person who are one's joy. So again, it is the cause or occasion of somebody who's somebody's joy. Now, last night we celebrated Christmas and we're sitting there and we had to whole plan it out because Jackson's almost five and, and there's some things he wants that he can do and some things that he wants that needs help. Well, then we've had our Christmas to give to each other and celebrate. So we, we, you know, we, we, we let him get this couple presents and we're waiting on the last one because I knew the last one would probably take. Well, I could not wait to give him the last one. It was my mega Kara. I had great joy. Now here's why. Every time that boy would visit us, we had, what was that book? Amazon. 
Amazon Christmas card. Who remembers the Christmas catalog from JCPenney's growing up? Or, or Sears, you know, you had that big, and you'd look at it and dog ear it and just dream, well, that Amazon does it. Well, they sold this one thing that was exclusive to Amazon. That ain't right, can I have an amen? Especially when it was out of stock. We almost, we get the back, and he found that one thing. Every time we're looking at, and I'm trying to be a good leader, which means I'm trying to lead him to something different. Can I have an amen? I'm like, son, oh, look at this. This, Oh, I like this. This is a big, he'll go back. I, I like the pirate ship. I want the sh- shark pirate ship. Well, man, all of a sudden, so we got to the point where it's time for him to open it. I couldn't wait because that, it was of one's pleasure in my life to give. And it brought me great joy. And I even asked him, I said, is this what you wanted? Yes, Papa. And he was all happy with it. It brought me joy. Can everybody get that? But that joy is something I have to be focused on and I at the same time have to release. Because if I want to or if I let it, other things can get in the way of that joy. Now, joy is a fruit of the Spirit. Is that right? Love, joy. And joy has to be released. Joy has to be nurtured. Now, this is not a real plant. Can I have an amen? Uh, you know, I think it's good. In fact, one year we put sticks out there. You know, that, that was real big at the time. These were just sticks in the vase. And I always joked with Lisa, I said, nothing says Jesus like dead sticks. Can I have an amen? Nothing says the kingdom of God like a bunch of dead sticks. But it was pretty. That was nice. That's dead. Ain't nothing in it. Ain't no life in it. But to have a real plant, you got to nurture it. Now, Lisa got somewhere. What's that plant in the garage? Hibiscus. I just love that name. I don't know what it means, but I just love it. Hibiscus. Such a great name. It's almost like Shenandoah. It's got so many little syllables in there. Hibiscus. And that thing blooms all the time. I didn't know that was part of it. Well, when we first got it, we just let it sit out there. Well, now we're having to move it in and move it out, make it warm and all this. And that thing is still blooming. It blooms all the time. Every day, I think, it blooms something. And then it falls off. I, I, I sometimes would rather have this because I ain't got to do nothing about it. So then we finally put more potting soil in it. Well, now it's even heavier to move. I just drag it. I I guarantee if we don't do something with it, the bottom of the metal pan is just going to be sanded off on the concrete floor. It's just going to fall through. It takes effort, is my point, to nurture it and to grow it. And joy is something that has to have nurture. It has to have joy. So let's look at three things real quick. We're going to receive communion, and we're going to celebrate because I want us to have joy. Everybody look at somebody and say, joy. Okay, look at somebody and smile and say, joy. Okay, y'all aren't doing it good enough or really exciting enough. Look at somebody and say, joy. Amen. Have some joy. I mean, just, just be full of joy. Well, Pastor Chris, I don't really feel like full of joy. Okay, listen to this. Fake joy is better than genuine depression. Can I have an amen? (laughs) Remember that. It will work better for you. On on that note, I'll say this. So so years ago, uh, this is when I was visiting my sister. My my sister lived with my mom. My sister's probably 10th, 11th grade. And I always looked up to my sister. And I love my sister. Her name's Robin. So we're sitting there. And I'm sorry, this was uh, summer break. Christmas is summer break. And so she had her annual. Well, I don't have annuals yet. And it's got all the pictures. Who in here knows a girl in a high school back then, I guess, probably still do, could write a book and never say a thing. And so I'm flipping through. Well, she graduated 81, so this is late 70s. 
big collars, afros, no mullets, mullets that can come in. All the guys' shirts are, you know, buttoned down to here like Saturday Night Fever. I mean, it's all, you know, so I'm going through there and I'm making fun of everybody, having fun, looking at, and I'm like, man, he's ugly. He's this, now she's pretty. We're flipping through and I find this picture of this girl. This actually changed my life. And I looked at it and said, had like a couple of circles. I said, Robin, and she just had this, she was, she, she wasn't, she wasn't ugly by no means. She, she also wasn't like the prettiest woman of, on, in, the, in the annual. But there was something about her that drew you to her. And she had this infectious smile. I said, Robin, who is that? I still don't remember the name, but I remember the lesson. She said, well, that's so-and-so. She goes, Chris, she is the nicest person. She said, she is honestly nice to everybody. She said, it doesn't matter. And this, when I was growing up, you only had two, three classes. You had kind of like, well, maybe three. You had geeks, you had hoods who smoked pot and wore black t-shirts and uh, Converse high tops and jeans, that was it. And then you had preppies, that was about it. And I never fit in any of them. I was kind of geeky, but I wasn't wearing black t-shirts and I definitely wasn't smoking pot. And I, I would sometimes wear a vest. I'm not a vest, a sweater. And I, you know, my sister made this comment. This, one, this, is one, this is the reason why I never fit in with them. She goes, she always has time for everybody. She goes, everybody loves to be around her. She's always happy. I made a mental note. I need to be somebody like that. I want to be somebody like that. I love people. I like people. I mean, now people get on my nerves. Can we have an amen? But I love people. And then I, and I don't want to see somebody. And so I, I chose that day to start trying to make sure. Now, we all have bad days. We all go through times. I'm not trying to condemn anybody. or crit But you have to choose joy, which is a spiritual force. Well, Pastor Chris, if joy is real, it'll just flow out of me. Well, how come love don't just flow out of you? The Bible says the love of God's been shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Spirit. But you still have to choose. Now, me and Lisa were watching something the other day. There's a national minister. They actually have, a uh, lady, they actually have the word love tattooed on their ankle. And they were talking about it. Because even in their 80s, they said, I have to be reminded, I have to walk in love with people. Because it's not easy. Can we all say amen? amen. Who in here knows sometimes it's not easy with family? But you have to choose that. And so here's the other side. You can choose joy. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12, it says, therefore, I'm actually skipping around, Kim. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finish of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, which means he had to do what? Look at that. He endured the cross, despised the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the, thro uh, right hand of the throne of God. He had to choose joy. And, and Christmas ought to speak to us of joy. That's one reason I love it. Now, I will do this. Today is Sunday, the 24th. Tomorrow is Christmas, the 25th. I promise you, Tuesday, the 26th, I will put a Facebook post up that says 364 shopping days until Christmas. I do it just for fun. I guarantee, here's what gets me. I get more grief sometimes doing that. Could you please stop? I'm sorry. You know, I sometimes want to get real spiritual and just condemn them. 
I'm just excited about Jesus' birthday. I thought you loved Jesus too. You know, there's so many more shopping days. I love joking about that. And I joke about it because of something that happened in my life when I went to finally, I went and got batteries on Christmas Eve night. I went and bought four AA batteries at a Walmart on Christmas Eve night. Could have went to any convenience dollar general store in America. But no, I decided to spend two hours buying four batteries, waiting in line. It was horrible. So I, I, I always think of that. This is not like something that's been, does everybody know when Christmas is? Is everybody pretty sure we know with a date? But you know what? You ought to have joy about it. And what's funny is most people focus on the wrong. <laughs> got to buy presents. Got to run here. Got to run there. Got to do this. Got to do that. Got to put up the decorations. Got to take down the decorations. I just, you know, hey, I just do what we did one year. Don't even take the tree down. Just close the door. Can I have an amen? <laughs> we did. It in the front room. Something happened and we weren't using it and it was storage. So we just closed the door, kind of moved it in there, closed the door and it was great. You know what we did the next year? Just open the door, plugged it up. Man, it was great, loved it. We had friends who did that. They had a whole room downstairs in the basement, the Christmas room, and they just left it up. Little trains going around and stuff, music. And they just turned the lights on and sat in the Christmas room. You ought to have some excitement and joy about it. And when you have excitement and joy about it, joy will pull you through the tough times because you know there's gonna be something good. Oh, I just, I just don't know. No, you got to have something to pull you through that. Now, you know, I've seen, um, I've got an in-law and she was pregnant and having her baby. And as I remember right, she, her, she told her husband she needed pain medicine during that process and he didn't help her fast enough. So she slapped him. Thank God they love each other. Can I have an Amen. Now that was a painful moment and that pain caused her to react, can we agree? But you know, she never mentions that really. He doesn't either because they have the joy of that child in their life. I've, I've met a lot of women who during the pregnancy or right after, we are never doing this again. This is gonna be an only child. And five or six years later, there's three or four of them. Why? Because the joy that lives there pulled them through hard times. So you gotta let joy live and you need to let it come out of your mouth. Joy will never be active in your life unless you talk about it. Unless you talk about how good it is. The Bible says, for God is good and his mercy endures forever. If you ain't got nothing to talk about this time, talk about God being good. I talked to him, I've said this and told this example many times. I love Danny Johnston, still one of my dearest friends in ministry. And uh, I talked to him this week. We talked about family and life and kids and stuff. And he's going on a missions trip next year. And we talked about, you know, we want to help that. And he, he's supposed to be with us in February. And we're talking about all this. But every time we talk, man, he'd just stop. He'd go, praise God. Man, God is so good. God is so good. Amen. Praise God. God is so good. I mean, we need to say nothing sometimes. We, you know, you have that little pause. Man, he just, during the pause, he'd praise God. God's good. God's good. Isn't God good, Chris? It's not, you know, and I have learned. He's doing that sometimes because of the stuff he's going through. It keeps him focused that God is good and I should have joy. And why? Jo Jesus endured the cross. So let me throw this out. Jesus did not want to die. But he knew he had to. He endured that uh, uh, affliction, the persecution. 
well, I just don't think I should have to go through that. Well, Jesus went through some things. But if you have joy knowing that on the other side, it's gonna be good. Now I'm flipping through my phone the other day. I ain't told you this. And I was, I was looking at something and I found, I found a video of Jackson walking. It's one of his first videos of walking. And man, it blessed me. You know, he's doing that little, you know, it's like that Frankenstein walk. You know, thing, you know, trying to keep his balance. And I flipped on. And so when my dad died, after he died, we, the funeral home and me and my sister and brother went, Lisa was with us. We go into the funeral home and this funeral home, and they were, such, they were so good. They, they didn't even charge me, but they basically, because my dad was cremated. He had to be cremated. He made me promise we would cremate him because he wanted to be cremated so we could keep the money. But I've told my kids that's what I want too because I want them to keep the money. But they had put him, you know, like, they had dressed him and stuff and done all the makeup so we could see him. Well, I took pictures of it. And my, we all did. And uh, my sister did, my brother did. And a friend actually that day had sent me the pictures of when they found him. Now, I mean, in a flood of emotion. I've just seen this, mini Frankenstein. And then I've heard the pictures of my dad laying there. And it looks like him, but it ain't him. Does everybody got me? You know, you see that? And I had to choose right then. I mean, I mean, a well, a well of emotion just hit me. I got something I'm happy about that I have here, Jackson. I have my dad in the sadness that I ain't ever going to see him again on this earth. Or better yet, forget, just talk to him about a car. I miss that when I work on a car. I'll work on a car today, probably, uh, to, for, for Molly. And I will miss taking a break, calling my dad, and me and him joking about something. And in that flash of a moment, I, I did exactly what I've always done. I looked for joy. And I said, thank God daddy's in heaven. Thank God my daddy's doing good. Thank God my daddy's with Jesus. Thank God my daddy is healed and whole and well and blessed. And thank God I get to see him one day. Amen. Amen. And you know what? Just, like, just as quick as that heaviness came in on me, it left again. And, I, and, I, can, you know, and I, I went back and I looked at the pictures some more, but I didn't have the heaviness with me. So you can't let that heaviness in. You gotta be like a kid. Jackson is very resilient. Can I have an amen? It amazes me how resilient as a kid he is. <laughs> you wanna play Minecraft? Yeah, I wanna play Minecraft. I mean, it's amazing how he can just immediately shift it. Sarah Beth was a master when she was little. Sarah Beth could on demand create tears. I mean, on demand. And uh, me and, we're, we had been preaching at a friend's church and we're walking across the, the ground, uh, parking lot. She goes, Daddy, I want to go home with her. And it was the pastor's daughter. We all lived in the same area. I said, no, baby, you got to go home. Uh, Daddy, I want to go home with her. We're going to play. I mean, I mean, the moment she did it, tears. I mean, God, real tears start pouring out. I said, Sarah Beth, stop that. Dry that up right now. And she stopped. And the pastor looked at me, he said, boy, I wish I could do that. I said, do what? He said, cry like that. He goes, do you know what kind of an altar ministry you could have if you could create tears like that on demand? Oh, he goes, man, he goes, that'd be powerful. I said, Robert, shut up. 
I'll look better. I said, Sir Beth, you push it. We're going to get a spanking. Okay. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> Jesus does not want to endure hard times alone. That is why they brought good tidings of great joy. That there is peace on earth, goodwill towards men. And again, I love pointing this out. It is not goodwill here to here. It is goodwill here to here. Because when there's goodwill here to here, it's easy to have goodwill here to here. Because you will never have goodwill here to here unless you have goodwill with God. Now, as we get ready to receive communion, I want to challenge you on something. Have joy with it. Don't let it, you know, I don't know why sometimes whenever we have things in the kingdom, it's like we just all go, you know, real quiet, real solemn. I used to do that on about everything spiritually because I didn't want to be, you know, wrong or mess up. But you know what? There ought to be great joy when we receive this. This right here represents the new covenant. This right here represents my sins being washed away. This right here is the Christmas gift. Everything that we're about to do represents truly the Christmas gift. My sins are washed away and he has paid the, the, the penalty for sin and sickness and disease and poverty and death and he has paid all that. We ought to be very joyful with that. Can I have an amen? And then once we receive it, we ought to do one other thing. We ought to always stay in joy as if we already have it. Isn't that what the centurion did? Isn't that what Mary did? Be it unto me according to thy word. We have to walk in that joy. So let's have a little bit of joy, joyful practice. Now, I'm not talking fake. I'm talking about something based on the word of God. Now, sometimes I don't feel like saying things or doing things, but I have scripture for it and I do it. I do it based on that platform, not on the fakeness of my heart. But because I have a promise, I'm going to thank God for the promise. If you will, who in here knows, you know, Molly asked me the other day, I thought, man, what is wrong with her? She said, Daddy, I want to do a 5K. Do you want to run a 5K and train with me? I said, yeah, I'll do that. It's the hot chocolate run. Amen. I said, so I have to drive to Nashville, five hours, to do a 5K with you? She's like, yeah, why not? Do you want to get up tomorrow morning at 4.30 and train? <laughs> no, can I have an amen? <laughs> I'm not gonna get up at 4.30 and train. I might stay up to 4.30 and train and then go to bed, but I'm not gonna get up at 4.30 and train. But you know what? If I wanna get ready and do that, I'm gonna train whether I like it or not. Why? Because I'm gonna look forward to the joy that is set before me. So as we receive right here, let's receive it with joy. Let's don't receive it with heaviness. Let's don't receive it with heavy hearts. Let's receive it with joy. If you will, take the bread out. And I just wanna say this too, if you're not born again, um, we're gonna pray a prayer at first and then we're gonna receive these elements. Pray this with me. Heavenly Father, I thank you right now that I can receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I receive him and I make him the Lord of my life. And I thank you, Heavenly Father, for the gift of Jesus into my life during this Christmas season. In Jesus' name. And everybody say amen. amen. Now I want you to break that bread if you can. Father, we received this body broken for us. 
We take it, Father, in remembrance with great joy, Father, because we know that this is, this is the reminder of everything Jesus went through on this earth so that we may walk in victory. Take and eat in remembrance of him. The Bible says in the same manner, Jesus took the cup and he said, this is my blood for the remission. That, that, that word remission is not an atonement. That means the complete removal, the complete eradication. That right there ought to give us joy unspeakable and full of glory to know that our sins have been completely eradicated and we are in fellowship with God. So Father, we drink from this cup and we receive with joy, unspeakable and full of glory because we are forgiven and we are in right standing and walking in righteousness right now towards you through Jesus Christ. That the righteousness of God is by faith unto all and upon all who believe for there is no difference. We've all sinned, fallen short of the glory of God, but we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus because of this blood. We take we drink and we receive it with joy. In Jesus' name, drink in remembrance of him. This morning. In Jesus' name. We're not going to have words on the screen, but I'm just going to sing this chorus before we sing One Carol Left Together. Praise the Father, praise the Son, praise the Spirit, three in one. God of glory, majesty, praise for to the King of Kings. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining it is the light of our dear Savior's birth long lay the world in sin and never pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth A thrill of hope The weary world rejoices For yonder breaks A new and glorious morn Fall on your
for all that you've done and all that you're going to do. I say it often, but we thank you in advance for every blessing that's coming our way. We thank you in, ad in advance for everything you have prepared for us for the rest of this year. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And all the saints said, amen. Could y'all please welcome up Miss Karen King as she comes to dismiss us this morning. Can y'all give her a big welcome? Good morning. Ain't God good, y'all? And to know that this gift is a gift of joy for us, 
Pastor Chris says some really important things about this today. Because God always gives us a choice. He gives us free will. He never promised that everything would be hunky-dory or sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. But he said he would never leave us nor forsake us. He said he has plans for us and that he fights for us. And most of all, he loved us enough to put on a flesh suit. And we are on the eve of the day that he was born. So I just want to say, y'all, choose joy. And in choosing joy, we are choosing our Heavenly Father. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm excited. Because we are His ambassadors. And we get to show people what they don't know about Him. So in us choosing joy, is us choosing to be like our Heavenly Father and choosing to show the lost what it looks like to be found. Do we have announcements? Do we have announcements? If not, I'll just close in prayer. Okay, we do have announcements. All right, so second Saturday prayer. 5 p.m. I'm not sure what day in January that's on. Um, the 7th? Did somebody say the 7th? It's okay. Just be here on the second Saturday <laughs> at 5 p.m. All right, so we have first Saturday of each month, um, the Women Encouraging Women. It is a delight. If you are watching online and have never been here in person, or even if you were in person and have not shown up for one of these, please come. It is a wonderful time of fellowship and support where women get to come together and discuss the Lord and learn and grow together. And so it's every first Saturday um, from 10.30 to 11.45. And then our wonderful pastor has his online exclusive Bible study every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. And he's actually streaming on a couple of platforms. You can go to our church website, gracesummitchurch.online. Um, Facebook and YouTube and then small groups every Sunday morning it starts at 9.45 a.m. and it goes to 10.30 a.m. and that's all folks so I'm going to close this out in a word of prayer um, and then we can go and enjoy the rest of this holiday season with our family and friends Father God, we thank you, we bless you, we love you, we glorify you, Lord, we honor you. Lord, my heart leaps with joy in knowing that you are the reason for this season. And Lord God, I just, we lift you up today and we invite you in to calm thoughts, to calm hearts. Lord God, to draw families closer together, to resolve issues, Lord God to provide safe travels for those who are on the road and for those who are in the hospital, Lord God. We send a special prayer of healing and blessing to them, Lord God, and to the workers who are caring for them during this holiday season. And Lord, we just glorify you. We honor you. We praise you. And we choose joy on this day in your name. Amen. Thank you.